This week, insect extinction. But one animal is bouncing back. Diwali 2023 breaks records. And being neighborly in Sweden. Over here! Hey, 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 listen up! Back from our time off during the Indian festival season, once again bringing you the coolest pool of news and information. I'm Leela. And I'm Lindy. And this is Newsy Paloozy. This week, insects like them or loathe them, creepy crawlies are a vital part of our planet, the cycle of life, but they're declining at alarming rates. Good news in Asia though, yes, a mammal last seen in 1961 is back from the brink of extinction as it's rediscovered. This year's Indian festival of Diwali breaks a record, but it's not all good news. And as the nights are getting longer, and I mean really long up in Sweden, residents of a northern Swedish city are being asked to say one simple word to their neighbors. Which one? Oh, you know, you gotta listen to the end to find out. Alrighty then, let's dive on in. First up is... The Big News Story of the Week. This week is all about how sometimes the smallest among us are also the mightiest. Wow, that's some deep thinking, my dear. And yes, you're right. Sometimes parva sed potens, which is Latin for small but mighty. And what are we talking about, that small but mighty? Why, bugs, of course. Even though they're literally at the bottom of the food chain, we humans wouldn't be here without them. Correct again. And by food chain, we mean who eats whom or what in the wild, right? Yep. And in fact, there's one insect. Bees, who are absolutely essential for humans. Did you know bees pollinate 70 of the 100 crops that feed 90% of the world? Impressive, right? Oh, yes, very much so. And when you say pollinate, you mean bees help fertilize plants so they can make seeds and flowers. But they're not the only small but mighty insects out there, are they? Oh, no. Insects make up about 80% of all animal life. In fact, it's estimated there could be 10 million insect species that we don't even know about yet. Crazy, but sadly... A group of entomologists. Those are people who study bugs. Uh Uh-huh. Entomologists in North America say the world's insects are declining at alarming rates, like 40% of all bugs are threatened by extinction. By extinction, we mean when an animal species totally dies out. Forever. Although, if there were a few less cockroaches in the world, I wouldn't be too upset. Well, Mama, sorry to say, but even those gross bugs serve a purpose. Did you know cockroaches are like nature's recycling team? They eat decaying plants, food, and wood, and little animals. They're quite good at living with humans, too. So they're probably not dying out or going extinct anytime soon. And to be honest, they're not even the grossest bugs out there, in my opinion. Two words, dung beetle. (laughs) Yes, dung beetles. These creatures feed on other animals excrement. As in poo. (laughs) It's disgusting to think about. But again, they are vital for the ecosystem. I know, I know. Because they help fertilize the soil and improve its nutrients. But sadly for them, and us really, dung beetles are one of the species of insects that entomologists say could be on danger of extinction. So what are they going to do to stop this? Well, first they're going to have to gather information 
lots of it. So the National Academy of Sciences in the U.S. is launching a study on insect populations next year to learn more. And I guess another thing we can do is stop thinking about insects as pests. We humans need to see bugs as helpful to nature and not something that needs to be exterminated. Exactly. I'll remind you of that when you encounter your next cockroach. <laughs> Thanks, I think. <laughs> But we're not finished with this topic. Oh, no, we're not. It's the call of nature. Nature. Get on your safari suit or squeeze into your scuba gear. And get ready to hop into a jeep or a submarine. Submarine. Because Mother Nature is calling. Nature. So there is some good news on the extinction front. There sure is. And for this update, we need to head to our environment correspondent, Mirabelle Power, for the story. Thanks, Leila. Yes, it seems like we're constantly hearing about an animal or plant species dying out, as in gone, forever. But something strange happened recently in Indonesia. Scientists who thought an animal was extinct actually rediscovered the animal again after 60 years. What is it exactly? Well, a funny little creature that looks a bit like a porcupine with a long, skinny snout. It's called an echidna. Its official name is the Attenborough Long-Beaked Echidna. Yes, named after the famous English filmmaker and naturalist David Attenborough. So how did they find out the echidna were not extinct? Well, last summer, a group of scientists set up some cameras in the Cyclops Mountains in Papua, Indonesia, which was the last place an echidna was seen, way back in 1961. The scientists trekked through some pretty intense rainforest, but eventually they managed to film one. And boy were they pleased! Mainly because there are only four, well, now five, species of this egg-laying mammal that exist. The biologist said echidna represents a unique branch on the tree of life. So you could say the scientists really went out on a limb for them. Get it? Reporting for Newsy Paloozy, I'm Mirabelle Power, signing off for now. Awesome story, Mirabelle. And an even more awesome pun. Nice one. Yeah, thanks, Mirabelle. What's that? I'll tell you what. That's the halftime bell, which means it's time to hear what's making news around the rest of the world. Hold on tight. It's Around, Around the, the World, world in 80, 80 Seconds. seconds. Oh, Hamas agrees to release 50 of its hostages being held in Gaza in a deal with Israel that includes a four-day pause in the fighting. 150 Palestinian women and children will also be released from Israeli jails under the agreement. Rescuers trying to reach the 41 construction workers trapped in a tunnel they were building in India gave the men their first hot meal in nine days. So far, only snacks had been sent through a narrower pipe. In South America, Argentines elect the far-right outsider Javier Malay as their new president in a close race. The radical newcomer's victory is being called a political earthquake. Staying in Latin America, where temperatures are soaring in Brazil, a fan at a Taylor Swift concert passed out and later died of cardiac arrest. The superstar left heartfelt condolences on social media. 
so much for that whippity wappity zippity zappity rap of what's making headlines elsewhere in the world, mama. But question, are these actually 80 seconds? Like around the world in 80 seconds? Or does the time sometimes alter? Oh, now you're asking. You know, Leela, I used to be really careful about trying to make sure it was definitely in 80 seconds, at least, you know the actual news, maybe not the introduction mm -hmm. and the music, but sometimes I do go a bit loosey-goosey with time when there's more news. All right, as we mentioned earlier, we took a little break for the last two weeks to enjoy the festival season here in India. Yes, it's been party time, especially for the biggest festival, Diwali, the Hindu celebration of light over darkness. And this year, a record was set a Guinness record, no less, in the process. For more on this story, let's cut across to our Indian festival correspondents, Adyant and Nirbhai Singh Chuan. Take it away, boys. Thanks, Thanks Leela. As you said, Diwali is a celebration of light over darkness, or you could say good over evil. And as listeners to this podcast will know, if you heard the Diwali explainer last week, it's a celebration marked by the lighting of lamps called diyas. Those are typically small earthen or clay bowls filled with burning oil or just a candle. Well, this year, thousands of Indians set a Guinness world record lighting the most oil lamps along a river in the holy city of Ayodhya. How many, you're wondering? Not just a few hundred or thousand. Oh no. But 2.22 million lamps were burning at the same time. And they were burning for 45 minutes as Hindu chants and music filled the air on the banks of a river. This beats the city's own record last year of 1.5 million earthen lamps lit. But while these days, Electric fairy lights are also strung up around people's house, these traditional burning diyas, along with the many fireworks that are also let off during Diwali. Means a lot of... Pollution! In fact, dangerously high levels of it too, especially in the capital, New Delhi. Of course, as this podcast explained way back in episode 16, India's pollution problem is a multi-headed monster. Yep, there are many reasons for the pollution problem in India. From farmers burning their crops to the massive amount of construction going on all over the country. Never mind the constant exhaust from vehicles, all of which make it a complicated problem to solve. Still, we are hoping one day the light will conquer the dark smog. In Bangalore, we are Adyant and Nirbhai Singh Chauhan reporting for Newsy Paloozy. Thanks a lot, guys. I agree completely. Me too. Okay, then, let's see what the Lucky Dip Machine has for our last story this week. Step right up, step right up, step right up. Have a go the Lucky Dip Machine. The Lucky Dip Machine. What's it going to be today, eh? An oddball, no doubt. An oddball, no doubt. Well, the Lucky Dip Machine is on point this week as we talk about the power of light over darkness. Oh, really? Good old Lucky Dip Machine. Yes, a curious new campaign is being launched in Sweden where the sun barely shines up there on the top of the Northern Hemisphere. I know, I think I'd go bonker brains with only four or five hours of sunlight a day. 
Well, the poor city of Lula only gets three hours of sunlight in winter, so it's no wonder the people have a reputation of being quiet and unsociable, or I mean, very reserved. Yeah, with such a blink and you'll miss it short days, never mind the cold, I guess face-to-face -face conversations are pretty rare in the winters there. I know, and get this, they're so reluctant to be social, even the teeny tiny word yes is replaced with just a sharp intake of breath. No way! Yes way, or I mean, which is why city officials have launched a curious campaign to get people to say hi to each other. Or should I say it in Swedish? Hey. Yes, that's hi. Or hey, in Swedish. Pretty cool, huh? In fact, that's the name of the campaign. Say hey. Though, in Swedish felling, it looks quite different. And this campaign is just about saying hey, that's it? Yep, they're starting small. Don't want to overwhelm the super shy. Okay. They reckon just saying a neighborly hey will bring a smile and inspire that person to do the same to the next neighbor and so on. I see. Taking the cool edge off the city by making it a little more sunny in attitude, if not longitude. Get it? Very clever. But yes, you've got the idea. You mean? Yes. I could get used to this. <laughs> And it's time to wrap up the podcast with the, the top, top five facts heard today. today. Fab fact number one. Bugs are super important to life on Earth. Scientists say insects are in danger of extinction, which is dangerous for the ecosystem of life on Earth. Or as the Latin phrase goes, parva sed potens, which means... Small but mighty. Fab fact number two. A kidna were recently rediscovered in Indonesia after 60 years. What is the official name of this egg-laying mammal? David Attenborough's echidna. Fab fact number three. India broke a Guinness Book of World Records lighting 2.2 million dias or earthen lamps in what holy city of India? Ayodhya. Fab fact number four. And what is the Diwali festival a celebration of? Light over darkness. Fab fact number five. The northern Swedish city of Lula is encouraging its residents to say hey to each other, especially in the dark winter months when they only get about how many hours of sunshine a day? Three. Don't forget, if you want to test yourself later on, then go to the Lucky Dip page of our website, newsypooloozy.com. That's P-O-O-L-O-O-Z-I. And take this quiz online in your own time. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Newsy Paloozy. If you enjoyed this dip in the coolest pool of news and information, then hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Alexa, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And while you're at it, give us a good rating. Or better still, leave us a review. Go on, we'll read it out loud if you do. All right then, see you next week in the happy, splashy, giant, newsy pub. Newsy.